glory, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. December is here. Hallelujah. Welcome, brothers, sisters from all over the world. December is here. God has been good. December is here. Wow. No matter what has come your way, December is here. You have life. You have strength. You have energy. God has seen you through. From January till now. Glory, 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 glory. I want to welcome you to the Midnight Experience December edition. I trust that God has something special for you tonight as you enter, as you enter into the new year. I always tell people that don't wait for 31st night before you start making your declarations, before you start praying your prayers, but start now. Start now. We bless God for the opportunity to come your way. And it's been a great year since we started. God bless everybody who has taken their time, their data to listen in. It's been awesome. The feedback has been awesome. We have viewers from Singapore, viewers from Hungary, viewers from, from, from India, viewers from Canada, from the United States, from the UK. We have viewers from Czech Republic, Slovakia. We have a viewer from Japan. We have some from, uh, from South America. It's amazing. The number of people who eagerly wait to hear what God has for them. And so God bless everybody. And of course, my own viewers from Ghana. God bless you mightly. God bless everybody. It, it, it's, it's, been, it's been humbling. It's been awesome. And it's by the grace of God. It's by the grace of God. And tonight, being the last podcast for 2020, promises to be exciting. And in an hour, by the grace of God, I am going to give us what God wants us to know. And we're going to also spend some time in prayer as we wait for the new year. And understand that it is God who graces us and gives us the ability to become who we are. Hallelujah. Praise God. But before anything, shall we pray? Shall we pray? Father, the one to whom all our attention is to tonight, together we declare that you are God. You are God of the world, God of the heavens and the earth. You are the God who opens and no one can close. The one who closes and no one can open. Blessed be your name tonight, Lord. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that we are blessed. Thank you that even we are more than conquerors. Through him gave himself for us. Father, we thank you. We celebrate you. We celebrate your majesty as God on the throne. We celebrate. We celebrate. Together we celebrate. Together we say glory. Thank you. Excellent Father. Oh. Oh, oh, 
that these ones that are guarded with their ears tune to listen to you. Let their lives be a blessing that the tapestry of grace shall touch them. Lord, let rivers of life-giving water flow. Grant unto each one who is thirsty tonight a cup to drink in the name of Jesus. We pray, O God, that by your love it shall be shed abroad in our hearts. Let anybody who lacks love tonight, O God, feel your love. For your word says we love because you first loved us. And so, Father, excellent one, we want to thank you that the Holy Spirit is here to bless us and to magnify the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. For we are saved by grace through faith. Not in ourselves that we should boast of. But of God. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. That he predestined that we should walk into. Father. Thank you for purpose. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to the Son of the living God. Kora banda shanda. Peredestes. Kivadostos. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Great, 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 great. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. God is mighty. God is wonderful. All right, so we are zooming in. Finishing strong. Finishing strong. Before we pray, I want to touch on this message. Very important. Finishing strong. And it's important. Some weeks ago, I spoke about this during the midweek service of our local church. And... I realized after that the Lord wanted me to talk about it again to you guys. And so we're here to deliver this message. To tell somebody listening tonight that finished wrong. Not only for 2020, but for God's purpose concerning your life. Finish strong. And at the end of it, I'll look at those who say that I have not identified what God is calling me to do. I have not identified what God is showing me. I have not identified the path that God has carved out for me to follow. But by the grace of God, we will get there. Hallelujah. We will get there. Praise God. I will tackle that also briefly before we end in the name of Jesus. So I'll speak briefly on this and then we'll pray. To finish strong and even to pray concerning the new year hallelujah and wow it's hard to believe that it's december already it's hard to believe this year has brought about a lot of challenges for us as individuals for us as a family for us as a community for us as a nation 
looking at the rise of the COVID-19 and other things that came as an effect of the COVID. People losing their jobs, people being laid off, people's businesses dwindling into failure and and bankruptcy and, and a whole lot of things. 2020 has been one kind of a year. But they that know their God, oh, they that know their God, they shall do exploits. The challenges come. If you are supposed to, let me say, if you were to write, if you were to write about 2020, what would you have said about 2020? Or in one sentence, how would you put 2020? Now, in every church, every local church, to be precise, when you began 2020, your church gave a theme that this is your year of so-so and so. Maybe your year of breakthrough, maybe your year of loving the Lord, maybe your year of um, um, thanksgiving. In my church, for example, the year of discipleship, where our focus in the church is discipling people in my local church hallelujah and of course it's far easier to start than to finish very easy to start but not so easy to finish and many of us think that the, the same vim that we used to start it's the same vein that we used to finish. And of course, many of us can think of the various and numerous projects that we started with great zeal in 2020, but we ran out of steam somewhere in the middle. And today we're going to look at three things concerning people who started something and how they ended. We're going to look at three ways that leaders in the Bible, in the Word of God, finished their life journey. It's always good to use an example in the scriptures to explain scripture or to use scripture to explain what God is trying to communicate to his people. Thank you, Jesus. So, three ways that leaders in the Bible finished their life journey. Three ways. Number one, there were those who never, who never finished their life journey. Let's note something. All these three ways, they all started. They all started. But the first group are the leaders who never finished. They never finished what they started. They were never able to finish what they started. Hmm. They had great potential. They had great potential um, and when, when they began to, to, to do what they had to do. But at some point, something happened. Something happened. They, 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 they lost sight of why they were running. Many, many of us, we start something and we lose sight of why we started it the focus of why we started what we started. 
so this first group of leaders they started all right but at a point in time they lost sight of why they were running why they were running why they were running they lost sight and they quit before they finished so they could not finish they lost sight and because they lost sight of why they even started in the first place they quit before they could even finish so they never finished many of us are in that group we start something with zeal great zeal as such with potential but along the line we lose focus of why we even started in the first place and so we quit before we come to the end point before we come to the finishing line before we come to the crossing line we quit and we stop leaders in the bible who never finished what they started a good example of such leaders samson 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 when you hear of samson you hear of delilah samson called by god for a peculiar purpose his hair was never to be shaved he was never to talk about the secret of his power of his strength of his might but a woman a woman and by this means i'm not talking about the fact that she's diabolical no she only be, she only was a woman a woman whom samson loved deeply had affection for and so it was easy to talk God did not say when you meet your wife something you can tell her. God says nobody must know. Praise God. Something lost sight. Why? Something lost sight because a woman came in. And let me say this, women are not evil. Relationships are not evil, but sometimes that which you may be in may not be good for you at that point. May be or may cost you in the long run. So something small can come into your life and destroy that big thing that is in your life. So Delilah compared to God's purpose is small, but she was able to stop that which God had given Samson. That journey. So he started, but he could not finish. He could not finish. Saul, Saul, not Saul who became Paul, no. But saw the king, whom even Samuel anointed and chose, whom God said this is the one. Along the line, he missed why God called him. He missed the purpose for the anointing of a king. He missed the purpose. He missed it, and he started doing things his own way. And he was cut off before his life ended as a king. To the fact that at a point in his life, Saul was consulting and calling out evil spirits. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It is my prayer that we do not lose sight 
And it's my prayer that we do not lose sight. That whatever we start, we finish. So, those, the first category, they started, but they never finished. So, with something and with Saul, despite their great potential, they came to a tragic end. Despite their, their great potential, despite the, the starting, despite the, the, the zeal, the great zeal that they had, they could not. They could not. And so their end was tragic. Their end was tragic. May your end not be tragic in the name of Jesus. May your end not be tragic in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Korabandasha. Beledestos peketenest mandeshest. And a second group of leaders in the Bible are those who finish limping. And I'll explain it. So the first group are those who started. Of course, all of them started. But the first group are those who never finished. And the second group are those who finished, but they were limping. <laughs> hey. They were limping. Koradabashanda. They were limping. They were limping. <laughs> and and they run they run the first part of the race they run the first part but somewhere along the road along the path along the journey of purpose along the journey of the assignment somewhere if you are with somebody I tell the person somewhere 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 along it they completed the first race the stage or the first part of the race but along the line along somewhere along the road somewhere along the path my god somewhere what what happened somewhere they began to take detours they began to take detours and shortcuts that kept them from being fully effective. They began to take shortcuts. They began to take shortcuts. They began to take shortcuts and detours. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. Many of us, many of us, many of us, many of us, we start, but along the line of purpose, Along the line of assignment. Along the line. Along the line we take detours. Along the line we take detours. May God help us. We take detours. Be brave. So many detours. And so because they took detours, it affected them and it kept them from being fully effective. That is why they finished but they finished limping. Why? Because the detours and the shortcuts cost them. Let me say this, that detours and shortcuts will cost you. Detours, shortcuts will cost you. It will cost you. It will cost you. It will cost you. Life is a process. When you were born, you were a baby. 
and after you become a baby it gets to a point where you, because you cannot walk you, of course you have to be carried but it gets to a point where now you sit and then it gets to a point where you crawl then it gets to a point where you stand up and then it gets to a point then you start walking it's a process a baby cannot skip these steps and start walking even jesus who came in the form of of uh, as god in the womb of a woman he came he followed the procedure of the processes of life he followed the process even jesus the almighty god followed the process life is a process yesterday you were zero today you are 20 it was a process and so understand that that even with the purpose that god gives us is a process and we can never ever jump the process else we will find ourselves wanting in a place that will hurt us and by the time we get to the finishing line we are limping so this group of people leaders in the bible they took detours and shortcuts and they ended up at a place where they were limping they began to limp so by the time they crossed the finish line they crossed all right but they were limping it was not a a total victory it was not a total accomplishment why their detours their shortcuts have caused them Hmm. And one of the one of, one of the examples of such people is Eli, the priest. Now, when you read First Samuel chapter chapter two, you get to understand that Eli, Eli, was one who who God actually loved. And he was a high priest. Eli was a high priest. In fact, he was the high priest of the whole of Israel. And he trained the last judge of Israel. Samuel. Samuel the prophet. Eli was was one who was declared a righteous and a holy man. And he came from the lineage of priests. His sons became priests and also served in the temple however the bible says the sons were wicked and they were scoundrels how they corrupted the offerings and they enticed the women volunteers in the temple to sexually immorality with them to have sex with them so the woman who was cleaning the pews the woman who was cleaning the 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 courtyard they lured them and they had sex with them these were the sons of the priest Eli is what I'm talking about. Not even the sons per se. Now, this is what the problem is. Eli knew about what they were doing. And he kept reminding them of their sins. Hmm. Hmm. Where did Eli fail? Eli failed in the formative years of his children. Why? Because as parents, it is our duty 
as parents, parents, I'm talking to parents. It is the duty of parents to prepare and provide the children the right environment to grow. What they do after that is beyond us or beyond the parents. So when you read Proverbs 22 and the verse 6, it talks about or it, it admonishes parents and elders to train up the child where he should go and that when he or she grows or is old, he will not depart from it. This verse is the formula for success for your child if you're a parent listening. So Eli's children were part of the process. But because he failed, he paid at a point. And so it affected his ministry. The act of his children affected the ministry. Eli wasn't a bad person. Because, in fact, he was the one who trained the last judge of Israel. But the problem here was that he was now trying to correct his sons when they were already adults. And I don't think they started when they were adults, this behavior. I'm sure they started way before that. A habit doesn't just start in a day. So although they may have been trained to become priests, they may not have been trained in the heart. Morality. They are not being trained in morality. So parents, listen to me. Many of us, we train our kids, we pay their fees, we send them to school, we provide for them everything they need. They have nothing they lack. God bless you for that. But you must train them in their heart. You must give them good Christian counsel good Christian upbringing. Train up a child the way he should go. And when he grows, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22 and verse 6. Parents, I'm talking to you right now. This act of the sons of Eli affected, affected his ministry. And it is very clear, listen, and this is the reality, that we all by nature are good parents. Yes. Now, every father would like to see, every mother would like to see that their child succeeds. And every father would, would, would like to express their love for their children by working hard and giving them the best. It is every parent's desire to give their children the best of life. And there's nothing wrong with giving your child the best of life and providing. No, nothing wrong. But God is clear in the lamentation against Eli or Eli or Eli, however you put it. And he said, he said, why do you honor your sons more than me? In short, God was telling Eli, why why are you choosing your children more over me? In other words, we should not love our children more than we love God. So, another point to parents. You can miss it. This is another point. Another mistake you can see here. Aside the failure in training of the sons of Eli, 
he was prioritizing the sons more than God at the point. So it affected him. It affected him big time. Parents, God is telling us that we should not love our children more than we love God. Because how? That was says we love because he first loved us. So if you love God, it is because God loves you. So how you receive God's love is how you give it. So if you receive the love of God, you can give your children excess. But if you love your children more than God, you are moving on reserves. Because we need to daily we need to be daily connected to God to receive from God. And the more we receive from God, the more we also give to others. So if you have cut that pipe, that connection with God, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And that is where Ellie failed. He's a faithful servant, but he loved his children more than God. Aside the other problem of not training the sons well, this is the main problem. He loved his children more than God. He failed to discipline them when they were children. Yes, it's also, yeah, because he loved them more. Their parents like that. Today we have parents who can discipline their kids when they are wrong but because they love their children so far more than God they fail to do that train up a child I'm speaking to parents train up a child hmm I forgot the Bible says love God with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength and with all your mind my God he failed. So even though Ellie finished, it was a weak finish. It wasn't a genuine finish. It was a weak finish. May God help us. In the name of Jesus. Baranda Shata. Bele Dentist. Kibadarabadakabadash. And there's a last group of people. Those who started and finished strong. They did not only start strong, but they finished strong. Wow. Glory to God. Rababandosh. Lamentus. Baradabadebedebedebes. Mendos. Parentus. What do I mean by they finished wrong? They completed what God gave them to do. They completed it. Even though they were not perfect men or women, they enjoyed deep intimacy with God throughout their lives. And there are examples of people like that in the Bible, leaders as such. Even though they were not perfect men or women, they enjoyed deep intimacy with God throughout the course of their life, throughout the course of the assignment. The assignment of God is given to you in the duration of your existence on the earth. And so those who finish strong are those who in the existence of, of, of themselves on the earth, according to the assignment, they lived it out and they finished strong. Why? Because they maintained a deep intimacy with God. What do I mean? They completed what God gave them to do. Very important. 
people like people like Abraham. Abraham was not perfect. God told Abraham, I'll, I'll, I'll make your descendants like the sand on the seashore, like the stars in the sky. And soon after, he put the law in his own hands and slept with his servant based on a recommendation from the wife. But even with that mistake, he still, he still walked with God. He still maintained an intimacy with God. And today, he's called the father of faith, father of many nations. He finished his race. He was not a perfect man, but he finished strong. Why? Because he maintained a deep intimacy with God. He maintained a deep connection with God. Baradabasha. Moses was not perfect. Moses had an anger problem. Moses was very, he got only got angry. It was terrible. He was not perfect. But he finished strong. Why? Because he maintained. The Bible says that he was one that talked to God face to face like a man to his friend. He was close with God. The guy was close with God. He was not perfect, but he, he, he maintained a deep connection with God throughout his lifetime. He finished strong. Today, you cannot mention about, about people who have worked with God and not talk about Moses. No. Then it's a mistake. The guy worked with God. The guy focused on God in the entirety of his life. One of the, the main things for him was his relationship with God. And that helped him to cross. That helped him to finish strong. You want to finish strong? You want to finish strong? You want to finish this year strong? You want to finish your life assignment strong? Deepen your intimacy with God. Make it a priority. Look at David. David, 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 David. God said, David is a man after my heart. In other words, David is one that loves me. David is one that is crazy about me. David is one that never wants anything to come between me and him. A man after my heart. After my own heart. God has a heart. And God could tell David was chasing him. David loved God. He was not perfect. He had wicked thoughts sometimes. He was not perfect. That, that day, that day, when he stood on his balcony as a king, and he looked down, and he saw a beautiful damsel batting, and he called for the damsel, and slept with her, and planned to kill the husband of the damsel. But after all that, he recognized his faults, and ran to God, and deepened his intimacy with him. He was not perfect again. Yes, he was not perfect. But, 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 he went ahead. He finished strong. He did what God commanded him to do. Hmm. And the last person I want to talk about is Paul. I want to talk about Paul. Paul, Paul, Paul. Rabababashata. I want to talk about Paul. I want to talk about Paul. Paul, before he became Paul, was Saul. And he was a Jew. And, 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 and he was a religious person. He, he was one who loved to keep the law. One who loved to do the things required in the law. 
and because he felt Christians were doing the opposite, he was persecuting them. He was there when, when Stephen was stoned. But one day, one day, in fact, this guy Paul contributed to a lot of killings. On his way to go and continue to persecute more people, more Christians, the Lord met him. On the road to, the, to Damascus, he encountered the Lord. Anybody who encounters God's Ah, 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 ah. when you encounter God your life changes when you encounter God something about you changes when you encounter God your life becomes evident to that encounter you can never encounter God and be the same and so Saul encountered God and his life was turned around this guy was not perfect this guy who was a murderer in quote this guy was a persecutor in quote so people people the christians of the early church were shocked when they saw him preaching in the synagogues why because they knew who this guy was this guy was a killer this guy was a wicked man he was not perfect but when he shifted when he encountered god his life changed for better his life shifted his life turned around why? Because from the day he changed, from the day he encountered, he maintained a deep intimacy with God. Oh. All these names I've mentioned are, uh, for those who, who finished strong, listen, they never stopped learning. They never stopped growing. Even when they were mature leaders, they never stopped learning, they never stopped growing. Even when they became mature leaders, they never, these two things, they never stopped learning, they never stopped growing. They finished strong. What am I trying to say? To finish strong in this year, in your lifetime, concerning God's purpose concerning the assignment God has given you if you want to finish strong you need a work with God you need a deep intimacy with God that's number one you need a deep intimacy with God deep intimacy deep intimacy brothers and sisters you did not call yourself it is God who called you and so to be able to know where to go, how to do it, what to do, when to do it, what to say, when not to speak, when to speak, when not to react, when to react. It is that God who gave you that assignment is the one who will lead you on how to accomplish that assignment. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Listen, God will not give you an assignment and sit back and watch you. And when you are having issues, he cannot direct you. No, God is the one who gives the assignment. God is the one who directs the one with the assignment. And God is the one who makes sure the person who is doing the assignment he has given will reach the finish line. The secret to, to finishing strong is maintaining a deep intimacy with God. Have that relationship with God like you have with your husband, that deep relationship. Or with your spouse, or with your with your with your fiancé. Deep intimacy. We need it. 
intimacy. We need it. And we also need we need to also remember that we must never stop learning and growing. Because when we become anew in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things are gone. Behold, all things have become new. When we become born again, everything is anew. But then, when we become born again, like as a baby, you must grow. And how do you grow? When you, you grow by maintaining a relationship with the one who gave you that grace, who gave you that gift to become born again, who saved you from condemnation, Jesus. Maintain a relationship with him. Grow in him. Love him. Treasure him. Be with him. Walk with him. Don't lose sight of him. Don't be like those. Don't be like those who never finished. Don't be like those who lost sight of why they even started. Don't lose sight. Don't lose sight. You did not start on your own. God gave it to you to start. So don't lose sight of why you started. Why did you start it? It's because God gave it to you to start. And know that this assignment, you'll be rewarded for it. Your assignment supersedes every other thing. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Never stop growing. Never stop learning. Even as a, as, a, as a leader, even as a parent, you can learn from your children. It doesn't, it doesn't bring your standard or your level down. You can learn from your partner, your fiancé. You can learn from your, 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 your children. You can learn from, from your students. You can learn from your colleagues. Never stop growing. Never stop learning. But most importantly, above all these things, it's good to learn from them. Let it, be, let it be in the positive sense of learning from them. But above all these, never stop learning from God. Never stop growing in God. I repeat it. Never stop learning from God. Never stop growing in God. These two will keep you focused. These two things will put you on that path to finish strong. We must finish strong at all costs. We must not fail. You must not fail. And I speak to I speak to spouses at this point that a time will come you will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Not because we are we are not born again. No, we are born again, but so our works will be tested. What did we do with our assignment? You will not stand at you will not stand as Mr. and Mrs. So and so. But you stand as individuals. But the mighty thing about God is when God puts a man and a woman together, He does it in such a way that one, they they they, they are with each other for each other and they accomplish it together. So they may have purposes and intentions which may be connected. Praise God. And when children come in the scene. They train their children to continue what they work with God. You don't train your children for, for, for to tell them God says do this. No, but you train them to love God. 
you train them to have an intimacy with God. When they grow, they will still be intimate with God and God will show them where to go. Your assignment as a parent is to train up a child the way he should go. <laughs> oh, Rabadabash. Your assignment as a parent, train the child the way he should go. Give the child the direction. Show the child how to love God. Show the child how to pray. Show the child how to do quiet time. Show the child how to study the Bible. Show the child how to fast. Show the child how to love others. Show the child how to give. When the child grows, you will not depart from these things. And God will direct him. Your assignment, your assignment is that one. Of course, aside the physical ones, providing. Train up a child. My brothers and sisters, in the next two minutes, I'm ending, so we pray. But I want to say that 2020 has been a tough year, yes. But we are more than conquerors. It does not affect the assignment God has given us. The events of 2020 does not and cannot affect that which God has given us as our assignment. Let us run after it. Let us chase it. Let us push it. Let us push it. Push it, push it, push it. You've got a spouse, you've got a partner, you've got a, you've got a fiancé, whatever. Encourage them to pursue God's assignment for their lives. Encourage your children to pursue. Encourage your colleagues to pursue. We go to work and we are different people. Let them know who you are. Encourage them. Let them know who you are. One day, one day, when, when you meet your colleagues in heaven, they will say, so, so, and so, bless my life. How? That person standing there was the one who drew my attention that there's a God and there's an assignment I must fulfill. And if not because of this person, I may not have been here today. Oh, be an example in conduct, be an example in speech, be an example, 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 be an example. Let us pursue God. Whether 2020 came with troubles or not, we are still pursuing God. We are finishing strong. Not only 2020, no, but even after 2020. We are still finishing strong all the way through till God calls us. The Bible says that not all of us will sleep. So some of us will not die. But we'll just be we'll just be translated. I don't want to go there. That's for another day. Praise God. And so at this moment, I want us to pray for these three categories there are some who are in the never finished category there are some who are in the finished limping category and there are some who are in the finished strong category we are praying that first of all number one that god should help those who are on the path to never finish who are losing sight of why they've been called of why they have a purpose of why god has given them something they are losing sight. We are going to pray for them. And secondly, we are praying for those who are limping, those who are taking detours. We are praying that God will direct them back to the main track so they can finish well. And we are praying for those who are also 
finishing strong, who are on the path to finish strong, that God will give them strength, that God will deepen intimacy, that God will help them to keep on learning and growing in Him. Begin to pray wherever you are. Baradamba shende berentos maradastes baradestes mindos berentes kiva antes in baranda dobo sha. Thank you for your word tonight, oh God. Oh, Rababashata. Oh, Rigavaza Zalbaha. Limande. Baranto Sete. Baradeshata Labanda. Hey, Kadoro Bosta. We pray for those who are limping. Oh, Rababanda Shanta. We pray those who are taking detours. Libarata Stayam. Let, oh God, Ribandenemes pull them out of detours. Pull them out of shortcuts. Hey, Banderebeshe. Put them on the right path, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray for those who are losing sight. Sight of their ministry. Sight of the purpose and the plans and the intentions that God has given them. Those who are losing it. Those who are almost quitting. That which you have given them. We pray in the name of Jesus. That Father, save them. Reveal yourself to them. Let them encounter you one more time. Rabbabanda shende belegevestos. Whatever has become the focal point rather than you oh god we pray for mercy let their focus be shifted let their focuses be shifted and we are praying in the name of jesus oh rabando shata for those who are on the path to finish strong because they obey you because they maintain a deep work with you, because they maintain a, a relationship with you, because they never stop learning, because they never stop growing in you. Father, we pray for grace. Give them grace to keep on walking with you. Give them grace that the distractions of the world will not overcome them. In the name of Jesus. meletos, in the name of Jesus. Rabbabanda Shata. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Rabbabashandalabadabas. We are now praying into the new year. We are declaring to all the 12 months of 2021. We are saying that, Lord, let my 2021 be a blessing. Let my 2021 be a blessing let my 2021 be a blessing no matter the trials that may come no matter the challenges because i resolve to work with you in 2021 let everything about me be perfected let all things about me be perfected in the name of the lord jesus begin to pray barabanda shanda legevendes barantas pentes Inontos baraga de shada labra andes barada la bahasha legara bala bahasha landan dan dan derebedebeliosa rebebedebedebese manduria banda lebediosa rababa la banda le babaratos peretes 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 mandu barande berediosa baraga diasata we are finishing we are finishing stronger 2020 will not pull us down we are ending the year stronger we are ending the year with testimonies and we declare into the new year 
year, our January, our February, sir, our March, our April, our May, our June, our July, our August, our September, our October, our November, our December. We declare above all things, we are excelling. Hey, Above all things, our work with you shall be perfected. Our work with you shall increase. Our work with you shall deepen in the new year. Rababanda le baranta style. Though the trials may come, though the challenges may come. Hey, Rabanda, though the bad days may come, hey, but that which is about us is being perfected. That which concerns us is being perfected. We shall not fail. We shall not fail. We refuse to fail. In the name of Jesus. And we pray, finally, for parents that God will grant them grace to raise their children right. That they will not place their children more above or far above you. No, Lord. Give them grace to train their children well. That when they grow, they will not depart from it. And we pray in the name of Jesus. For those of us in the workforce, those of us in the schools, even those of us at home in the community, that Father, make us an example to our people, to our colleagues, to our friends, to our families. May we not just be or have just have colleagues, but let us impact their lives, that one day they'll remember us and bless God for our lives. Help us to impact our colleagues Help us to be beacons in our workplace. Help us not to compromise at the workplace. Help us not to compromise in school. Help us not to compromise in the community. May we make a difference. May we shine our light so bright. In the name of Jesus. Above all, to everybody listening, Lord, I pray, let the new year be a blessing. Let the new year be a blessing. We declare that let the new year be a blessing. Let testimonies flow from every corner. Perfect that which concerns them, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Wow. December has been awesome. 2020 has been awesome. God bless everybody for your time and for listening. Glory. I reckon on 31st, go to church. Praise God, dance like never before, usher in the new year, knowing that God, who has started with you, will will be with you all the way. I want to say that God loves you. I want to say that God values you so much. And I want to say that no matter what your problem is, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. God is able to do. God is able to do. Able to do for you. Your life be blessed. I will leave you here and I'll say that after December, we shall give information on the new year. But definitely in January, we shall be back with the January edition of the Midnight Experience. And God will be with us all. Enjoy this worship sound to end it. Every day for the rest of 2020, pray. Pray into the new year. Commit yourselves in the new year and let God 
be your anchor and your strength. God bless you. I love you. More importantly, God loves you. Take care. Shalom. Good night.